Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to History Box. Where we uh, we don the masks of historians once again and delve into uh, sometimes it's an incident in history, sometimes it's a person, sometimes it's just a phenomenon. Today we are looking at the life and death of Rasputin. To give him his full name, Grigory uh, Yefimovich Rasputin. It says here because we're taking this directly from his Wikipedia page. We're um, doing it just off the back of Wikipedia because it's the most reliable source. I, I mean, I- when I typed in Rasputin, because mm. I'll tell you what I know about Rasputin just without any any research or anything. Off the top of my head, my knowledge of Rasputin is massive fucking beard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Boney M did a song about him. Yeah, lover of the Russian Queen, yeah. They said he was a lover of the Russian Queen, but from what I remember learning about him in A-level history, we briefly did him for like maybe half a lesson once in 1991, right? I I don't remember any chat of him being lover of the Russian Queen, and I always thought that Boney M would just sort of had made that up to make it sound cool, and it rhymed. it, it rhymed, yeah, with Rasputin. Lover of the and Russian Queen and the Love Machine, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, so, I, and it was a disco era, so you had to make reference to Love Machine or something like did. that in every song. Um, and I mean, the other I, thing, the main thing that most people remember about him mm, is that he was impossible to kill. That was the main thing I was taught. Impossible about him. to kill. That's that's what turned me on yeah. to the idea. I'd like to think I'm impossible mm. to kill, but um, I'm probably not. I'm probably quite easy to kill. But I mean. I suggested this last week because my daughter was telling us about his death, which I kind of knew about, but I'd forgotten all about. And she went into some detail. So I thought, well, that's, that'll be a good history box subject. We'll get at least one episode out of this, I reckon, if we just go to his Wikipedia page. I mean, we could maybe just go to his the BBC bite-sized page about him that's for nine-year-olds. We could maybe get an episode just out of yeah. that. But um, we've got the Wikipedia page. And uh, he was born in 1869. Died 1916 uh, at the age of 47. Uh, I've That's good. I'm 48. I've outlived Rasputin. 
I've lived mm. Elvis Presley and Rasputin, so that's good. So you could get a T-shirt saying "Harder to kill than Rasputin." Yeah, I could. Yeah, because that's legally binding. No one's killed you. No one's killed you yet. Not yet, but uh, it's only a matter of time, I reckon. And I mean, <laughs> serious question. That- just briefly, serious question. When when you think about ways in which you'd like to die, which yeah. obviously we think about that quite a lot. I'm sure we've mm-hmm. discussed it before. Does part of you think the coolest way to die would be to be killed? Because then you're like a martyr, aren't you? you and yeah, it's sort kind of, of sexy and dramatic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose Oh, what so. did he die of? Oh, he just Got died. He passed, away. he passed away peacefully in his mm. sleep. Mm. Right? That's he just he drifted away to the other side. Yeah, sounds all right, because it sounds relaxing, mm. and we're all about relaxing. But at the same time, it's like, how did he die? Well, he was trying to save some orphans. Mm. And um, an assassin, a Russian KGB assassin, shot him because Andy had come across some state secrets. I mean, <laughs> doing it, some, it, it, he'd done some digging in some shifty state secrets between the UK yeah. government and the Russian state, and he knew too much. And in the process of saving some orphans, a, a yeah. KGB agent shot him through the head, and it took several bullets or whatever I don't know I'm I mean, not going to start fantasising about it, your murder it, 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 it could happen it sounds plausible but I mean I've, it, it's a matter of public record that I would like to be fucked to death by Grace Jones I've said this That's before true. I'll say it again what, but um, when we were away we watched Rocky 4 my wife and I because the place we went to didn't have any when we were in the Isle of Wight last week we didn't have a we didn't have any Sky or Smart TV Netflix nothing like that or Jesus. Wi-Fi it was quite Strange, and mm. one thing we had to do was just watch telly, like in the olden days, Standard where you just had to literally telly. see what was on. You had <laughs> on to see the what channels, was on. <laughs> yeah, you had to just see what's on, and then start watching what was on. And then when an ad break came, you just had to watch loads of watch awful ads. adverts. It was so, I mean, and and just become infuriated by them, right? Anyway, yeah. I mean, it's great when you watch kids watching ads. Because they're not used to, they haven't grown up with ads being forced upon them. And they're like, yeah. what the fuck is this? And you're like, it's an advert. And they go, what are they Why? talking about? It's so irritating. Why don't they shut up? And I go, exactly. <laughs> but this is what's up in the old days. We had to live with this. Anyway, um, the Rocky Four came did, on. Did, and the TV, did the TV have a remote control, Sam? Or did you have to get up and press the buttons? It, no, it did have a remote. But other than that, it was oh. a nightmare. But it was quite interesting because I ended up just watching things that were on. And we even started scheduling. Like We were like, um, I'd like to... I said to them, what time do you want to go swimming? They had a pool there. And you booked into it for yeah. half an hour. Solo swim. Brilliant. And I go, what time do you want to swim? He goes, well, the thing is... And he looked at his watch. He went... I wouldn't mind getting the 9.30 slot because there's horrible histories is on at 10 or 10.15. I want to get back for that. And I was like, that's the sort of shit we used to say in the 80s. Like, yeah. I need to get back for my show, right? Well, why don't you? Um, but anyway, I was watching Rocky IV uh, and obviously the best bit in Rocky IV, arguably the best bit in any film ever, is when Apollo Creed makes his ring walk if you can call it that for his fight (laughs) against Dolph Lundgren right and he has James Brown singing living in America and they have all these girls and he's dressed you'll remember in a stars and stripes top hat and it is the most wonderful sensational showbiz glitzy fucking spectacle of all time right and unfortunately Mm -hmm. we know 
it turns out to be hubris because he gets punched to death. He gets smashed to bits, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Smashed to death. Yeah. He gets his head more or less knocked off by Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> um, and that's awful. But if it we is. forget about what happens next, I looked at it and I just turned to my wife, my good wife, and I said, Anna, no now, right? My daughter's in the room as well, so she's got it on record. I said, no, both of you, no now. This is how mm. I want my funeral to be. I want mm. my whole funeral based exactly on Apollo Creed entering yeah. the ring in Rocky Four. Right? So are you right. going to get a hologram of James Brown then? To well, do we that can't have you. James Brown. I said, just get the best James Brown impersonator you can afford. You've got and... contacts with Alexander O'Neill, haven't you? You could get him. <laughs> well, I can have him singing Criticize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you ever do is criticize. No, I want it to be living in America and I want everyone to be wearing stars and stripes. I have no connections to America in my bloodline, but just think it looks really cool, mate. So... Yeah. Um, this is a Rasputin episode so obviously we're talking about death because he is synonymous with death spectacular Mm. deaths everyone knows that Andy would like to be fucked to death by Grace Jones I'm not sure yet how I want to die but I do want my funeral to be like Apollo Creed's ring walk good good I'm glad we've established that I'm just remembering speaking about the holiday with the TV we went on holiday to Scotland in 1980 and we stayed in a cottage that was on a farm and uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it had no TV oh. in the cottage. And we were there for a week with no TV. Do you know how I amused myself? I was eight wanking. years of age no. before you oh, see a right. wanking. So yeah. wanking. Yeah. <laughs> I preempted what you were going to say there. Yeah. <laughs> I, p- I played marbles, Sam. I played marbles for a week. Brilliant. Against Brilliant. myself. Fucking hell. Well, what was your fucking brother doing? Um, I don't know what he was doing. He was five. Locked he was probably doing. Yeah, I don't know. Can't remember. He was too. Oh. Yeah, your your parents wouldn't let him near marbles. Too young for he marbles. Kept, he kept mm-hmm. thinking they were fucking Maltesers and yeah, trying to eat he them. Yeah, swallowed them. And the highlight of the holiday was getting a newspaper one day, uh, and on the front page, Peter Sellers had had a near fatal heart attack, and it was the heart <laughs> attack. It was the heart attack that eventually killed him. Something like ten days later. So, like, yeah. reading the fucking newspaper about that was the highlight. That and marbles. So, Great you're lucky times. with your telly. Got to say that. Yeah. So, Rasputin. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say before there, Sam, you um, you learned about Rasputin at school, albeit mm. just for half a day, but it's Sixth weird how... Sixth college, actually. Was it? It's weird yes. how he's, how he's a, a part of history because, as he's described in this... Wikipedia page, it said he was a Russian mystic and self-proclaimed holy man who befriended <laughs> the family of Nicholas II, the last emperor of Russia. He was just—he <laughs> was basically Eileen Drury. But, he was a scam artist. Yeah, totally, totally. But he's like still a big part of But you got to hand it to him because you... Books. Yeah, so he's, he's history's he most Geller, successful... He was Yuri Geller. He's history's most really. successful scam artist. Yeah, grifter. Well, Certainly up there with Jesus. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a king of the grifters. Uh, and he yeah. gained considerable influence in late Imperial Russia. Very so, impressive. Uh, Very impressive. Um, yeah, a huge influence in late Imperial Russia. He was born to a peasant family. In fact, when you Google his name, the first thing it says is Grigory Rasputin, Russian peasant which mm. he wouldn't have been happy with because he might have... You're not. You're more than just where you came from. Exactly. Yeah? I started out as a peasant. I can't deny that. But, you know, yeah. I've improved myself a lot. I've read a lot of I books. Would, I've I got into like, the, I've, the, 
I've got into the mystic scene. I'm a holy man, <laughs> self self proclaimed, admittedly. I defend myself in court, but uh, yeah, I think I've done quite well for myself. I am a walking advert for social mobility. It has to be exactly. Set. So I just think you know. I mean, I'm still. We still like sometimes use my nickname Nifty for yeah, when I was a child burglary accomplice. Yes, but I'm not. I became Britain's best journalist. So actually. Mm. I would rather not be remembered for the fact that I was used by West London burglary gangs to get through small spaces, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I would rather be known for all of my journalistic achievements, like the CD-ROM magazine Enter. So, which I I came across that the other day when I was sorting through some things, and I I looked at it. It's still it's still shrink wrapped, and the disc is still intact inside. That's how it retains its value. Do not well, exactly. be tempted to break it open and watch the CD-ROM. As tempting oh. as it might be, because I can tell you there is a top-notch <laughs> entertainment contained oh. on it. Oh, I mean, you know, I'd love to do a deep dive episode in it one day. Uh, we'd, we'd, have to, we'd have to do it when we're both in the same room at some point. And we'll do yeah. the, uh, I, the I, end I of DVD. I it would still work on a I modern see, computer. I mean, I've got um, I've got a computer and it's I've got like a USB CD drive. That yeah. plugs into it, so it'll probably work from that, I reckon. Don't know. Oh, Operating systems change in that, don't they? Oh, I don't know. I, know. Maybe, I think it struggled on a Mac even back then. Maybe we'd have to buy some kind of vintage PC or I something like and run this. It on that. Now, this CD ROM is going to replace. Forget your magazine subscriptions, you won't need them anymore. <laughs> like FHM, like New Scientist, all of that, cancel them because all you need is this. However, I would say it's going to struggle to load on a Mac computer. <laughs> so make sure you've got a PC. If you haven't got one already, just get one. It was very like that. And it was like, and he had to go, it's really easy to use. You just have to adjust all of the settings on your computer like this. But we've made it easy because we put a list of it on the inside cover. You have to <laughs> fucking it out. basically reprogram your PC in order to watch it properly. got to change the dimensions of your monitor and all that sort of thing. Yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine why it failed. And it probably won't work on a Mac, but then we're told that Macs aren't really going to be around very long, so don't worry about that. Flash in the pan get stuff, that get is. Yourself, get yourself a PC. That's the future. So, yeah, he was born to a peasant family, uh, Rasputin. It says he had a religious experience after taking a pilgrimage to a monastery in 1897. Well, he'll have been, how old? 20, 28 then. Yeah, 28. Mm. He's he's looking for something to do there, isn't he? That's he's, about uh, the time where you're starting to panic because your career is sort y- of yeah. drifting. You haven't decided what it is. This you're is like do, you at our price. This is his our yeah, price era, much. basically. Yeah. Where he's thinking, mention- I've got, I've got, a, if I don't, he thought to himself, just like you at our price, he thought, if I don't make a move now and mm. really, you know, go for it, then mm. I'm going to be stuck here forever. Yeah. So you thought, I'm going to write to the NME. Yeah. Right, and he thought I'm gonna I'm gonna fake a religious experience. <laughs> well, I mean, if the NM, if the NME thing hadn't worked out for me, I, I did have a backup, and I was gonna become a self-proclaimed holy man. Yeah, just as a well, backup always, because it, it's always good to have that in your back pocket. Just it's always a good. I say to my kids, hmm. I say, listen, you've got to have a trade, right? Because hmm. all this reading books, all that, it might work out for you, it might not, but have a trade, and it could be a bricklayer, it could be like electrician it could be as a holy man or in my daughter's case a, yeah. a, a holy a, she man a holy lady 
<laughs> I said, you might want to think about getting a trading like being a holy lady, because then people will always need holy ladies. You know, if anything, they're quite new. Holy ladies, because it's always been holy mm. men in the past, and the ladies have never been yeah. allowed to be holy. So it's kind of so it's there's a growth a market, isn't it? It's a growth as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so he, he had, had a religious experience. experience. Uh, he's been described as a monk or a stranic, which means wanderer or pilgrim. And then it says he travelled the. Okay, Peter's write book. that down because that's what I want to start referring to us as stranics. <laughs> so that that basically a stray man. That's Russian for stray yeah, man. Stranic. Stranic. We should get some pilgrim. We'll immediately get some t-shirts knocked up. Jalapeno. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. If you describe anything as a pilgrimage, it makes it better. So you it go, gives a, if you go, added- I'm going up, I'm going up to Tesco's to get some you know, bacon fries and a Coke Zero sounds yeah. shit. But if you go on going on a pilgrimage up yeah. to Tesco's, then yeah. different story. It gives it an added level of gravitas, doesn't it? Mm. Totally, yeah, pilgrimage. I, the Stranic, I'm off on a pilgrimage. I'm off to do some Stranicking up the co-op. Go have the, a good um, Stranic this weekend. <laughs> I was Stranicking up to Greg's and going to buy some pasties. He travelled to St. Petersburg <laughs> in 1983... 1983, 1903, or oh, the winter of 1904 or 5. So Don't we're not know. sure. But what we are sure about, it says here, where he captivated some church and social leaders. So he got himself, he wormed his way into high society, let's say, yeah. uh, in St. Petersburg, and he captivated the fuckers. Now, I'm not sure how he did that. Might have been close-up Time magic. to do some captivating. Yeah, might have been a bit of uh, hypnosis. Uh, I just had a stand-up set. I don't know, but uh, might just been a raconteur. I do a little routine. I do a little routine where I, I talk to them. I've I've got a bit of a thing where I can make a cigarette disappear inside my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> People love that, and, and that ropes I get, them in. I get a little boiled egg from behind their ear. I say, "Oh, what's that behind your ear? Oh, look, it's a boiled egg." And, and then, then I, I say, do this. Riff. I say, "You can have I, that," and they take it on with them. They like, and everyone likes being given an egg. That's something I learned from an early age, right? Give someone an egg, you'll have their loyalty You've got for, for life. life. <laughs> yeah. And then lastly, what I do is I do a sort of a riff. It's not really a routine, but it's a riff. And it's about how you never see baby pigeons, right? I go, there's pigeons everywhere, yeah, all over the place. But have you ever seen a baby pigeon? You don't even know what one looks like. What's, what's all that about? And people like that. They respond to it. And it usually... Combine that with the egg and the disappearing fag, 
and then you've got a room full of captivated people. And after that, you can manipulate them however, whatever way you want. <laughs> I had this other little routine where I used to say, eh, what's the thing with white dog shit? That'll never go away, will it? That'll be here forever. Yeah. And it didn't catch on for some reason, so I've dropped that one now. But the thing with the egg... Sometimes, sometimes I do. Sometimes I play on nostalgia. I go, does anyone remember Spangles? Yeah. <laughs> People love that. They love nostalgia. <laughs> Who remembers <sighs> looms? Uh, they, they, they say, well, we still got looms in a lot of places. So uh, that, that remember, All right, what about this? Flat. Remember when your dad would take you on holiday, right, <laughs> to another part of Russia? <laughs> and he'd always bring with him the tea leaves, wouldn't he? Because he said you couldn't trust the ones that you got in other parts of Russia. Do you remember that? <laughs> People love that. Yeah, it's good. Wasn't that the um, wasn't that the uh, the catchphrase that Salman Rushdie wrote for the advert in the sixties? Give someone an egg and you've got them for life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It? I've seen like him that. interviewed about that, and that it was that ad that he was issued the fatwa for. A lot of people think. A lot of people think that the fatwa was because of the satanic verses, yeah. but the real thing well, that the jihadis yeah. objected to was his fucking shit about eggs. What well, was his first fatwa, wasn't it? His first lesser-known fatwa. The, yeah, uh, people hated the, that. The, it the, was, the, I mean, I look back and it was a bit of an exaggeration. I mean, <laughs> uh, eggs are good. For, they're a great source of protein, but I was trying to suggest the idea to the British public that once you had gifted an egg to another individual, yeah. they oh, they owed you a life debt. Yeah, and the uh, the the UK Dairy Council didn't take kindly to it, and they issued a fatwa. And, uh, and the satanic verses that was a t- separate one altogether. I mean, that you know, fucking child's to, play. To, to, to get a fatwa once is uh, unfortunate, but to get one twice is just downright unlucky. And, I felt uh, like a prick. I, I felt like I was ready for it, though. You know, so I've been through one before, so I could, I've done one <laughs> fatwa back in the 60s for the, the egg the thing. The dairy farmers, believe me, the jihadis are fucking nothing compared to the dairy farmers, trust me. I thought I'd just sweat this one out as well, like the first one, and it, but it just got a bit more complicated. <laughs> Go to ground. Fine. <laughs> I quite enjoy it. Keep your head down. Get, get to ground. Make sure you've got plenty of tin food in stock. Get I like tin food cocktails. I lived off tin fruit cocktail in syrup for a year. <laughs> and I, I can tell you, it's one of the best years of my life. It was good. I lost three stone. Never felt better. <laughs> I was thinking of writing one of them celebrity diet books about it. <laughs> oh, well, if the fucking novels dry up, I've got that as my backup. <laughs> it's like being a mystic. Like being a self-proclaimed holy man. You're going to, you're going to have a plan B. So, uh, he, uh... Yeah, he captivated some church and social leaders and he became a society figure. I am now a society figure. Thank you, you very much. Would you say that you and I were society figures? I don't think we're society figures at all, Sam, no. Whatever the opposite I reckon of you're a society is. figure in Sunderland. I don't think I am. I never go out. I mean, I've been in the house for like a year with this COVID thing. I know, thing. but that's, that adds to your mystique. Nah, nah. Well, nah, surely to be a society figure, you've got to be in and among society which I'm not. Mm. I've worked from home for 20 years plus, so I'm very much not a society figure. If anything, I'm like... a society like, figure in your street? I'm, no, not even there. <laughs> I'm, if anything, I'm like Howard Hughes. Are um, you a society figure in your house? Do you think Oscar, barely. your dog, gets it, it like, oh, look, there's Andy Dawson. From off the hey. podcast. <laughs> hey, 
What? Hey, don't spread it around. But I just saw Andy Dawson in the upstairs toilet. Yeah, who's he saying that to, though? There's no one else here. With the fucking mouse that's invaded your house. <laughs> yeah, no, not society. You're not, you're not a society figure, are you? What, what society do you? You're well known for going to sleep in bedrooms at parties, aren't you, under the courts? Round barns. Don't forget when I went to my media hub and sat next to Gary Lineker. Oh, and guess what? What? My mum went for her second jab last week. Yeah. I can't believe that I didn't tell you this at the time. Guess who was behind her in the queue? Was it Gary Lineker? No, it was (laughs) Rula Lenska. (laughs) I was going to say, Gary Lineker shouldn't be getting his second one if your mum's getting a second one. I know. Same time. Rula Lenska. And Whoa, my mum reckons... Rula Lenska. Right, right, lives in Chiswick. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And as does my mum. And, well, my mum lives in Hammersmith, really, but, you know, she likes to say it's Chiswick. And she's seen Rula Lenska around. And any other celebrity who lives locally, my mum always... Have, we sort of know each other. We always give a little hello, how are you? And I think yeah. you're exaggerating. I don't believe it. But she swears that Rula Lenska was behind her in the queue and they chatted. Right. Well, I mean, I, mean, that, that, I know that we both seem... took a two-week break over Easter, but I thought this almost warrants an emergency pod with my mum making her debut as a guest. I reckon Rula Lenska would be very much a woman of the people. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. she would probably do that. Well, my mum definitely. Uh, my mum talks. My mum is one of those people. As my mum puts it, and this is a, a quote that she uses very regularly, mm. and I don't know why she always says it because I know it. But she goes, she she goes to me. I'll talk to any cunt. I will. Right? <laughs> That's Society like figure her catchphrase. She goes, I'll talk to any cunt. I will. And I, I know. She. I said, Mum. I know you don't need to tell me that. I've been out in public with you, and I know <laughs> you do indeed talk to any cunt, as you put it. I don't care whether it's I don't care whether it's Pancho from the Flats or Rula Lenska. I make no judgments either way. No differentiate. If you're a human being, you're a human being. Yeah. And your Rula Lenskas of this world, right, your high society figures, to me, they're no different to your Panchos from the Flats of this world. I treat them such Um, Rula Lenska appears in the opening of, well, the greatest opening of any Minder episode, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. You've got Rula Lenska is in bed with Ian McShane, right? And their house, (laughs) their house gets raided by a police officer played by Brian Blessed, right? And he's searching for (laughs) porn videos. He's on a tip off that they've got a porn stash. (laughs) And this is this opens the episode, and then it cuts to Arthur's yard or lockup, whatever it is, where Ray mm. Winston turns up in a yeah. lorry, and he's got a load of um, ornamental garden stuff on the back of yeah. it that he's of acquired course, yes. from somewhere. It's just like pow, 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 pow yeah. all these stimuli. Yeah, yeah, fucking incredible. I might watch that episode later. Yeah, I think it's on Britbox at the minute, Minder. Ray Winston's performances as a was he was he um, Terry's nephew or Arthur's nephew? I can't remember. No, I think he, he was Terry's cousin. He, he was related was, to Terry. He was he was Arnie. I think he was just because uh, um, there was a, there was another character called Justin. It was played by a lad who used to be on Grange Hill. I've forgotten what his but name was. And I he, think he was, that. Ray Winston's cameo roles or like minor roles uh, hmm. that were recurring in Minder for me are his best work. 
and, and I say that as a big fan. Obviously, I'm a big fan yeah. of Ray Winston's, you know, West yeah. Ham legend and all the rest of it. And I think he's a fantastic actor who's been great in everything. But for me, those mm-hmm. early performances in Minder were the best. Yeah. And also that advert, which I think was for milk, from the, the, the fundamentalists at the British... Dairy, dairy Council. Association. Yeah. yeah, the Dairy Council, nutters. And they invested in one of those generic ads that we like that just sort of went, drink, <laughs> drink some milk. fucking milk. <laughs> drink milk, drink you milk cunt. cunts. <laughs> and there was an ad with Bray <laughs> Winston where he sat in front of the telly and they're watching telly yeah. him and his missus and uh, she goes, make us a cup of tea. And he goes, all right. <laughs> and he goes to make a cup of tea and he shouts out, we're out of milk. <laughs> right and she goes oh fucking hell or whatever probably not <laughs> that fucking hell Ray fucking <laughs> hell Ray Winston and he goes have we got a le- have you got a lemon right thinking what? maybe I could put lemon tea which to be yeah. frank Ray Winston is like fucking hell like get a hold of yourself man and yeah. she goes only you love which is oh, the joke good that I don't uh, remember it's that it's a great all. ad and that for me is one of his other great performances I don't remember that at all. Maybe they only had that in London. Um, mm. but with they didn't market milk so much in the north. They didn't. Because uh, uh, horribly, and I say this with no like sense of satisfaction at all, because I think it's awful and I hated Thatcher and wanted her out, but it is true, I think, that in the northeast you were still, during the Thatcher era, you were drinking a lot of cat milk. Well, yeah, I mean, you came up to Sunderland and bought some horse milk by mistake, didn't you? Remember? No, pig milk. I bought pig, pig milk. Pig milk, was it? Okay. Yeah, so you still get yeah. it up there. Yeah, yeah. You still yeah. get it oh, up there, and that's disgusting. Milk. Yeah, mm. well, yeah, no. Um, yeah, it was a purity, I think, to the early Ray Winston performances, such as Minder yeah. and uh, and the milk advert with the lemon in. Um, where were we? Yeah, Rula Lenska. I'd love to see Ray Rasputin. Winston play Rasputin in a biopic. Oh, that'd be good. He's just about ready for it, isn't he? Yeah. The later years, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. So, um, what, what else does it say? Yeah, he's become a society figure. Uh, in late 1906, Rasputin began acting as a healer for the imperial couple's only son, Alexei, who suffered from haemophilia. Uh, and Rasputin was a, device, a divisive figure at court, seen by some Russians as a mystic, visionary and a prophet, and by others as a religious charlatan. It reminds me a yeah. bit of that fellow that got in with the Beatles called Magic Alex. Who, yeah. who used to like get loads of money off them to make electronic stuff that was always shite. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He'd be a good... Like, um, um, I listened to a documentary about the Beatles recently and Paul McCartney was saying, yeah, uh, he was all right. He was a mate of John's. Um, <laughs> he took us on to all sorts of stuff. He even convinced us to start our own electronics <laughs> company called Apple Electrics. Yeah. Right? He goes, and we had... Um, he, he convinced us that he could make wallpaper with tiny speakers in it. That was it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It never think... took off, and we lost money, but it was a really interesting learning experience. It was, uh, <laughs> you've got to have a go, haven't you? You've got to have a go at these things. You don't <laughs> that, know till you find that's out. That's how innovation happens. I mean, we should probably do History Box on Magic Alex. We should probably not, not definitely too deeply into him in this episode. Sounds like a future one, that. Um, yeah, so you go, point... uh, yeah, to some people... I'm a divisive figure. I make no excuses for that. Some people see me as a visionary and prophet, others as a religious charlatan. And I say unto them, you know, judge not <laughs> what I am, judge what you see. What unto I do yourself. on that, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Your sincerely, uh, Rasputin. Rasputin, a peasant. <laughs> a Russian peasant turned mystic. <laughs> Lover of the Russian queen, <laughs> etc. <cetera. laughs> but you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> Better good song, that. Um, so, yeah, he's a healer for their son. Um, it's I'll heal the- him. <laughs> I, uh, your son's got haemophilia. I'll heal him. I'll heal him. That's my promise. That's my guarantee. From me let to me heal him. Give us a go. <laughs> let what me have to lose. I'll do it for cost as well. I'll do it for cost. I won't, because of who you are and my relationship with you, I will not charge you any fees above just materials, effectively. First, first two sessions, you can have him free. And when you see that he's beginning yeah. to get healed, then I'll do the rest at cost. But yeah. um, if you could put in a good word for me around the society... Around uh, that court. would be very helpful, yeah. Because the the exposure is very good for me and for my business. Um, yeah, I tell you what, we'll leave it there because we're, we're half an hour in and we're not going to fucking get through this whole thing. We've got other episode. stuff to do, but I think you'll all enjoy this podcast. I did. You've learned mm-hmm. a lot and mm-hmm. well done, everyone. Yeah, thanks for being part of it. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.